0: Happy Saturday afternoon, happy Memorial Day, holiday weekend, the unofficial official start of summer has arrived and it is hot. It is approximately 87 degrees right now and it is 15 minutes to the top of the 1 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time our New Orleans Saints fans, if you want to know who's on your team's roster, you can go to the website, and that is uh, neworleansaints.com forward slash team forward slash players hyphen roster, and you can look at the roster while you listen to my podcast show, and that was the 2022 roster review of the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints roster review post-2022 NFL Draft. Back in the flow of things here at the Props Fix Football Podcast Show. After just one show, it is once again a very hot Saturday afternoon. We are already at the end of May. It is May 28, 2022. And uh, a month ago at this point in time, we were only on the second night of the NFL Draft, if I am not mistaken. If it wasn't the second night, it was definitely... Uh, the first night and, uh, April is gone. Spring is gone. And, uh, all of the players that all 32 NFL teams want on their roster and hope that they could have gotten, they are a part of all 32 NFL teams now, including all of those players that was not drafted during the NFL draft. And this is the Miami Dolphins, my Miami Dolphins, your Miami Dolphins post 2022 NFL draft at 1245 p.m. Central Standard Time. Coming to you live from the Prophets Picks Studios forward slash Media Center in the city of Beaumont, Texas. A very, very tiny city, but an enormous town. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks. Off-season slate of shows. This is phase two of the off-season. Very hot day, but it is very beautiful outside. An occasional breeze from time to time. I got the blinds open here, looking out at the beautiful backyard of the lawn that I just cut yesterday afternoon late. Yesterday afternoon, I had to wait till the sun went down. I think I started cutting the lawn at about 7:10 central. And speaking of times and time zones, it is 1:46 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time, and it's 11:46 a.m. Mountain Time. Good morning to everyone out there good afternoon to everyone here in this time zone and on the east coast good morning to all of you west siders portland oregon seattle washington sacramento los angeles san francisco oakland san diego santa fe good afternoon good morning i'm sorry it is 11 10:47 excuse me a.m. west time zone or Pacific Division Time, or Pacific Standard, if you're old school like me. Aloha to everyone out there in Honolulu and Waikiki, Hawaii, as well as Anchorage, Alaska, and to everyone out there in Hawaii, the World War II Memorial. Happy Memorial Day. We are not just mourning the losses of all of the soldiers of of the wars that have been fought over the history of American Time, But we're also mourning the losses of those that were tragically cut down in Buffalo, New York a few weekends ago. And most recently here in Udval, Texas, those innocent children that were cut down tragically this past Tuesday. Prayers are with the families of all that have suffered and lost loved ones in all of these shootings the shooting in Las Vegas a few years ago the shooting in Indiana a few years ago the shooting in Orlando, Florida a few years ago the shooting in Aventura Mall a few years ago shootings happen gun control needs to come about if someone's going to have a gun they need to be in the right mind frame And they need to pass a strenuous amount of background checks. Someone that's on medication or someone that has mental illnesses, they should not be allowed to carry a gun or any weapon for that matter. Simple as that. If you don't like it, go talk to those that lost loved ones in the Aventura Mall shooting in Aventura, Florida a few years ago. Go talk to those that lost family members in the Orlando shooting a few years ago. Go talk to those that lost family this past Tuesday, little kids here in Uval, Texas if you don't like that go talk to those families that have lost loved ones in buffalo most recently in indiana a few years ago go talk to those families in las vegas and that shooting a few years ago go talk to those people shootings in california early this year and last year you go talk to those families if you have a problem with what i said you deal with them marriages Weddings that won't be seen. Grandchildren that won't never be materialized. Just cut down senselessly. Didn't know I was going to go down that path. I already went down that road in the Saints post 2022 NFL draft. But I found myself going down that road again for the simple fact that it is a holiday weekend. But a lot of people don't have really nothing to have, nothing to celebrate. They really don't. really don't I have something to celebrate yes but at the same time I think about those that were lost this past Tuesday I'm human I'm not desensitized to it I'm not numb to it and I'm always mindful of my surroundings and I always tell my wife when she goes out be mindful of your surroundings always because you just never know you just never know Getting back to football. On Facebook Business Suites and YouTube, Profits Picks Football Podcast Show, email me. I did not do a trivia question last show. I apologize for that. I will do a trivia question this show. If you get it right, you can email me at gmail.com, the correct answer. I will respond back in a timely fashion. And then I will let you know if you got the question right or wrong. And I will mail you some Profits Picks swag and a Profits Picks swag bag. The onlinebeautyboutique.com Heavenly Hair, my wife. She will make a designer Profits Picks football bag for you. If you don't think she's got game and got skills, trust me, she does. Top of the art, top of the line t-shirts that she's already made and sold. We're in business. So if you get the question right. I'll get her to make you a swag bag the mouse pad or a coffee cup or a coffee cup and a cooler or a cooler cup with and I have somebody else that I will have to outsource the cooler cup in the coffee mug with wife can't make those yet but one thing that will be in that swag bag is the prophets fixed football podcast sh- t-shirt you'll get it and you can get it in whatever color you want Free of charge. But you got to get the trivia question right. And there will be one in this podcast show. At the Picks 3180 on Instagram. Prophets underscore picks on Twitter. And of course, every podcast platform known to man. Once again, good afternoon. Covered everything. This is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. Phase two of the offseason roster review shows. And the countdown has begun to Phase 3. Only shows left to do, Buffalo, New England, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Kansas City, Las Vegas. Seven teams from the AFC playoff side of things. Dallas, Philly, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, Arizona, and San Francisco. Seven teams from the NFC side of things that went to the playoffs. Fourteen shows to go with those guys and then not counting the postseason teams 9 and 8 Chargers 9 and 8 Colts 16 shows to go after this one hopefully by the end of the day it would only be 14 shows left that means that I will have to do the Colts and Chargers in some type of order immediately following this show Depending on how the weather is and how I'm feeling, hopefully I'm not dehydrated, I will be able to do at least one more show, if not bonus three, bonus two. With that being said, I will grade the free agent acquisitions that the Miami Dolphins had at the quarterback position. I will grade the acquisitions that the Dolphins made all over their roster, offensive side of the football, defensive side of the football. I'm going to grade each and every positional classroom. And then after I grade each positional classroom on the offensive side of the football, I will grade everyone on the defensive side of the football. I will grade the offense as a whole. I will grade the defense as a whole. And then I will grade the Miami Dolphins players, offense and defense combined as a whole. Of course, the third dimension of all NFL teams is special teams. But here's the thing. At this point in time in the season, I'm not too certain who's going to be. On these special teams. It's a mixture of backups and starters on both the offensive and defensive sides of the NFL football. So, with all of that being said, I can only grade offenses and defenses. And with all of that said, let's go ahead and get to work with the Miami Dolphins post 2022 NFL draft. Teddy Bridgewater joined the Miami Dolphins in free agency. Teddy Bridgewater goes from New Orleans to Carolina to the west coast of denver and now he's back on the east coast in tropical humid florida if it is about 90 degrees here in texas and it's this hot dry heat i'm pretty sure it is worse in uh nova university davie florida where the miami dolphins hold their off-season training activities and their training camp you gotta have on one of those bucket hats down there man Got to block out that heat. Teddy Bridgewater, ninth year of his career. The Dolphins have quarterback issues. Seemingly since Dan Marino. There was some relief with Chad Pennington. Very small period of time. There was some relief with Ryan Tannehill. But the problem was, and this is the one thing that I mentioned early and often in the last podcast show that I just did was the coaching staff and the ownership that will be graded in phase three of the Profits Picks offseason Season slate of shows. Tua Tonga Kansas State rookie Skyler Thompson. Wow. What is going to become of Tua on and Tua Tonga as a franchise quarterback? He was drafted to be that from Alabama a few years ago. The, the truth is out there. Everyone knows that the owner, Stephen Ross, wanted Joe Burrow, but the Dolphins just could not get him. They could not pull it off. It did not work out. That is the one thing I can agree with Stephan Ross as the NFL owner of the Dolphins. Was the fact that he wanted Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, in the Super Bowl, after his first full NFL season as a franchise quarterback. He would have been right to get him. There you have it. A lot of the times players can overcome bad coaching staffs and bad NFL ownership. And that's what's going to have to happen in New Orleans. No longer do they have Sean Payton. Not saying that the other guys are bad, but the other guys are not Sean Payton either. The nucleus that Payton had there is still there but Peyton's not. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Dolphins, on the other hand, they got an interracial hire, which was a check mark off with the Rooney rule, in Mike McDaniel, not McDaniels, but Mike McDaniel without the S, and he is mixed. So they went from an African-American Hispanic head coach to another mixed coach. So it's a good thing because in Miami, that's what type of environment Miami is. It's a hundred percent mixture, melting pot of multiple nationalities, and I can say that because I lived there for a very huge chunk of my life. But getting back to the Dolphins' quarterback classroom, I can only give these guys a C plus as it stands right now, and I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be hard on them where I have to be hard. And again, as it does, or should I say as it goes for every other NFL franchise, you're only as good as your offensive and or defensive line. So let's see what the offensive line for the Dolphins will be graded. Now, the running backs, Salvin Ahmed, Chase Edmonds, formerly of the Cardinals, Miles Gaskin, going to number four from Washington, Sonny Michelle has a big, beautiful Super Bowl ring, newly minted from the Rams. He also got one, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, when he was with the Patriots. Raheem Mostert played in a Super Bowl where he will be playing his regular season games with the 49ers, came up short, though, against the Chiefs. And then going into year number one, Garrett Dokes from the University of Cincinnati. And the Miami Dolphins did manage to find a rookie running back after the NFL draft. Zaquandre White, 6'1", 2'15", from South Kakalaki. Running back classroom on talent and performance from past seasons on other NFL teams or the Dolphins team themselves alone is an A+. A A-plus running backs. All those guys can, can tote the rock. All right. Wide receivers, Lynn Bowden Jr. from Kentucky University going into year number three. He is turning out to be a pretty good performer. Cedric Wilson Jr., formerly of the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, Preston Wilson Williams is going to be an A-plus wide receiver. He's been a C-plus guy for the majority of his career. We know uh, Jalen Waddle was an A-plus guy. Trent Shurfield, formerly of the Cardinals, never got a lot of time to play. He is also formerly of the 49ers. Look, going back to Preston Williams really quickly. The reason why he didn't get an, a lot of opportunity to play is because of the guy that was traded from the Miami Dolphins in division, which obviously the Dolphins aren't worried about worried worried about that coming back to bite them in the butt, but the Dolphins traded their number one guy to the New England Patriots, and um, I don't know why his name escapes me all of a sudden, but I'm actually looking for it on Spoke Rack spotrack.com and believe it or not I'm not seeing it they should have that trade on here whether it was a a free agent acquisition or a trade but nevertheless Dolphins are going to really miss that guy Um, and the reason why they're going to miss him is because of the simple fact that Tyreek Hill will get all of the attention now and um, Tyreek Hill traded to Miami Dolphins from Kansas City um the Dolphins now with Cody Core as well wide receiver classroom is an A plus Tyreek Hill an amazing draft pick um even if the Miami Dolphins had not have traded their wide receiver their star wide receiver um, to the New England Patriots, and they did not trade for Tyreek Hill. receiver classroom for the Miami Dolphins still would have been an A+, because, again, you got Cedric Wilson Jr. Chase Edmonds can be that slot receiver as well. You can always shift him from the backfield and move him into the slot. Preston Williams, the hope for him is he will be 100% healthy, I'm looking at the Miami Dolphins' Jacksons, because I'm trying to see um, that trade for Devontae Parker. Thank you, Lord. Finally, I found it. It was April the 5th. The Dolphins traded Devontae Parker to the Miami Dolphins. Um, like I said in the last show, there's a lot going through my mind right now. As a matter of fact, this may be the last show of the day. Uh, I like even numbers, and two is an even number, keeping it even. Wide receiver classroom for the Miami Dolphins, though, is an A+. Yes, sir. It most definitely is. Seaton Carter, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mike Gasecki is an A-plus guy. Carter is a C-plus guy. Hunter Long going to tier number two from Boston College. Adam Shaheen, formerly of the Chicago Bears, Dull Bears. Durham Smythe, fifth season from Notre Dame. He is an A-plus tight end as well. Tight ends for the Miami Dolphins, A-plus. Offensive line, Teron Armstead. From the New Orleans Saints, I talked about that last show. This show is connected to that show. And Greg Little from the Panthers, Adam Pankey from the, of the uh Green Bay Packers. I know for certain. I got a feeling he played with the Chiefs as well. Um, other offensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins, former another former Dallas Cowboy, Connor Williams. Going into year number five. And then last but certainly not least, who's left? We got Robert Hunt. Was a draft pick. A couple of seasons ago from Louisiana Lafayette, we got Austin Jackson, formerly of USC, from the draft a few years ago. Robert Jones as well. And then the centers, Michael Dieter, 6'6", 315. He is an interior flex type of guy. Guess what? The offensive line is going to be an A+. And then to go with the tight ends that the Dolphins have, let's not forget the fullbacks that they have two pretty good guys, it is a position that John Madden, the late great John Madden prophesied, would eventually become extinct in the NFL, and for the most part, it has, but some teams still like to go old school, Alec Ingold, formerly of the Raiders, we know what he can do, John Levett, he's still uh, creating and beginning his career, as he's been in the league two years less, then Alec Ingold. Offensive line A plus tight ends A plus wide receivers A plus running backs B plus. Look, quarterback classroom is the only thing that's holding the rest of this Dolphins offense down. Who's going to throw these guys to football? Who's gonna do it? Sean Watson was pursued. We all know that. This offense for the Miami Dolphins is a B minus. I gotta be critical with that quarterback classroom. I'm sorry, Dolphins fans. I'm a Dolphins fan myself. Another former Saint, former Chief, Emmanuel Agba. He is now a Miami Dolphin. Deshaun Hall, defensive line now. Defensive side of the football for the Miami Dolphins. Adam Butler, formerly of the New England Patriots. Rookies at defensive linemen in Owen Carney and Ben Still. Still from Nebraska. Uh, Carney from Illinois. the Big Ten, the Midwest division of college football. Jordan Williams, rookie from Va Tech. Raquan Davis, Alabama, John Jenkins, veteran, been in the league many years from the SEC, Georgia, SEC, Benito Jones, Mississippi, going to your number two, Ferris State, Zach Zyler, you do find those amazing players and studs from unknown universities from time to time, that's called good scouting, Christian Wilkins from Clemson, that team that Clemson had with Trevor Lawrence was historic. That dynasty is over now for the most part. This is an A-plus defensive line. We all know the Miami Dolphins run in in, uh, 34 defense. I'm getting hot, so I got to hurry up and finish the show, and this will be the final show of the day unless I feel like doing another one later on. Jerome Baker, formerly of Ohio State, at linebacker Sam Eguovan from uh, Texas Tech going into the year number four. Darius Hodge from Marshall. We are Marshall. Went to year number two. A late off-season acquisition Free agency still going on in the NFL. Melvin Ingram III from a lot of places now. In the last year, he's been with the Steelers. He's been with the Kansas City Chiefs. Chargers all of his career. Now he's a Miami Dolphin. He's in the sun-setting portion of his career. 12th season, 33 years of age. Calvin Monson is an average linebacker at best from San Diego State, but he still produces... He's an amazing spell type of guy, relief type of guy. So was Duke Riley. He was a draft pick of the Miami Dolphins a few years back. Brendan Scarlett, formerly of the Texans. Elandon Roberts, still hanging on with the Miami Dolphins, formerly of the Patriots. Andrew Van Ginkle. And there's another name that I must mention on this linebacker core for the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Phillips from the University of Miami. He was a top-tier draft pick last draft, April of 2021. Linebacker classroom. Especially when you add the addition of Melvin Ingram III. Guess what? A+. Cameron Goode, outside linebacker as well. Formerly a rookie, but I believe thought it was with the Minnesota Vikings. I could be wrong. I have to look that up. I will look it up in a moment when I get a chance. But really quickly, the cornerback so far, an A-plus defense for the Miami Dolphins. But how about the cornerbacks, the DBs, and the safeties? Xavier Howard, he's a shutdown A plus cornerback. Byron Jones, shutdown A plus cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys, the beginning of his career, the back end of his career now, season number eight. He is a shutdown guy for the Miami Dolphins. Kadar Kahu, rookie from Texas A&M Commerce. Rookie from Louisiana Tech, Elijah Hamilton. Not too sure what these guys are going to do. J- J- uh, Javarius Davis. 58183 going into year number one, or year number two, should I say, from Auburn University. Nick Neenham from University of Texas, El Paso. This was a diamond in the rough find for the Miami Dolphins at corner. I hope Chris Greer and the rest of that scouting department continues to do their job. Because bringing in Keon Crossan, formerly of the Texans, from Western Carolina. Bringing in Quincy Wilson from Florida. His sixth season, I don't remember the NFL franchise he was with. And then D'Angelo Ross from New Mexico University. Finding guys like that, that just adds flavor to what you already have in your defensive back classroom. Now, the outright safeties. Clayton Fudgeman, formerly of the Bengals. Javon Holland was a draft pick in April 2021's NFL draft. Brandon Jones was a draft pick in the Pandemic 2020 NFL draft. Sheldrick Redwine, formerly of The U. We got Baron McKinley, the third rookie from Oregon, draft this year. And Eric Rowe, another former New England Patriot. The Miami Dolphins have placed a high value on talent and NFL players that have high moral standards and high character, both off the field and on the field. Leadership. He was a... Uh, Cameron Good, by the way, outside linebacker, was a 7th round pick, 224 overall, by the Miami Dolphins in the 2022 NFL Draft. So he was a draft pick this year. Please forgive me for that. The jersey that he has on in his picture, it looks like it was a newer version of the Vikings, new jerseys, but it's actually California Golden Bear So, yes, I did watch the NFL draft, and yes, I do have rounds 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7 on my DVR, but guess what? I'm not going to remember that, especially when the Vikings do have a linebacker with the name Cameron on their roster, I believe, to this day. All right, that's it. I'm going to try to cool off. It's very hot. Everybody stay safe out there. Dolphins offense c plus sorry dolphins fans quarterback classroom brings you down A plus offensive line tight end classroom wide receiver classroom running back classroom fullback classroom h back classroom still bringing you down quarterback classroom Tua tongue below can be great but he's got to stay healthy and then the defense you got a pluses all over the place secondary to safeties b plus cornerbacks a plus linebackers, A plus defensive ends, defensive tackles, under no scars. Defensive ends, A plus defense for the Miami Dolphins is an A plus. The offense is a C plus. Can they perform? And can Tua to Tagovailoa stay healthy? Everybody, stay safe out there. I hope you've enjoyed the Prophets picks during the off season, and I hope you are enjoying Phase Two as it is quickly coming to an end. Only 16 shows remain, 14 postseason teams. Two of those teams were in the Super Bowl, only one won it, the Rams. Those will be the last two shows, Bengals and Rams. And then two more shows with teams that did not make it to the postseason, 9-8 Colts and the 9-8 Chargers. Those shows will be done when I can find time to do them. I'm getting ready to go to Houston, y'all. So excited about this. Finally. Had to fight, scratch, and claw. There were times where I gave up and didn't think it was going to happen, but it is manifesting. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody, stay safe out there. Enjoy your weekend. Prayers for families that have been affected by these tragedies and these shootings. Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy. We respect our troops, we respect the flag as well, and most importantly, we respect Jesus. One.